Hello and welcome to Michael and Ivanka's Grand Podcast. It's a podcast where we are, in lieu of getting guests on this year, we're uh, reading some of their some of their words so that we can sort of discuss. It's it's like a, 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 a preamble to having them in the actual room. It's like we'll we'll, we'll kind of like we'll go over some of the things I've said and some of the things I've talked about so that we can just kind of, it's not just uh, me and Ivanka the whole time um, just talking about what we think, we're, we're, we're sort of focusing on what other people think for a bit, which I think is a bit a bit more expansive uh, My name's Michael Forrest And I'm Ivanka Magic And it's International Women's Day, so we decided we're gonna well, we were gonna do this anyway but <laughs> we're going to just double down on the fact that there's some women doing great things and uh, we're going to talk about some of... Yeah, just read out some stuff. Um, starting this week with this Facebook post that Greta Thunberg wrote that made helped me to see what Ivanka saw. Was that yeah. rambly? <laughs> that was good. Where's the... Um... Oh, let me send it. Yeah. So if you look in the notes, you can find a link to the post and read along anything you'd like to add to my summary uh, no i think it will come out in the wash okay <laughs> this is an early 9am recording okay and sorry the the wakeitude <laughs> needs to be amped up a bit um so yeah, well, maybe we'll just have some chit-chat and see what see what comes of that first, shall we? How's it going, Ivanka? Uh, it is going... It's going well... I uh, have started my... I'm back at Brighton Hove Council working on a sustainable social care initiative, uh, which means... So I'm, I'm working with them for five or six weeks to help make a business case for some stuff. So on the positive side, uh, I in, enjoy is a funny word, but I it is satisfying to be working on something like social care. And this time it's adults and children's, which is brilliant and uh, so I've done three days it's very nice not to have to commute I was sitting having dinner with my family it's you know just before seven last night with having arrived home at half past five chilled cooked food da 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 no mm. rushing in the door off the train and sh shoving food in my mouth so that's very pleasant and it's mm. very nice and I but one of the things that made me made me think that we there's two things that have happened this week that made me think we really should at least mention International Women's Day because this idea I think it's often it's easy to forget that there are still fights to be fought even in progressive society hmm. so I to one nice thing happened this week in that somebody that I don't really know tweeted something very complimentary about me with a hashtag International Women's Day, which mm. made me, which was, it really did set me up because it happened on Sunday and it's sort of receiving an unsolicited compliment <laughs> is a, does, and for the things you said, uh, um, uh, 
Ativanka does us all a favor by starting conversations that really truly matter, which made me then feel more emboldened, if that's the word. And then when I arrive in my new work scenario, a few people haven't worked with me before, and I don't really have the time or energy anymore to wait for men to conclude that I'm not incompetent. <laughs> so uh, in the same way, my last contract, you know, day two, I had to go, excuse me, what did you just do? Uh, I had to do it again this time. And it's just made me, it makes you, it makes me angry in my stomach, in the pit of my stomach that, you know, I am that, that this that I have to be spoken over and mansplained to, and if we put me on a scale of women who will speak up for themselves and who are not shy about speaking up and who can sound at least sound authoritative, I'm quite high up. So if yeah. they're doing it to me, how is it for the? 25 26 year old woman just coming out of who's quite shy and who doesn't want to get her elbows out and have a fight every mm. time she meets some new male colleagues and I got so, home I was telling my husband about it and he said yeah he met the marketing director for a hotel chain and he said yeah she did look young um but she started the conversation with I might look young, literally. I might lo look young, but I've been doing this for 15 years and I've got three children. And, and, and he was like, you know, no bloke introduces himself like that. Yeah. yeah. It's just not necessary. Did I bring up the, the thing that gave me that little bit of empathy into that world when uh, just um, in a bike shop where someone, the guy was like, I, I wanted a new like tyre for something or other. And then the guy was sort of like explaining to me something that I was like, yeah, I know this. I'm, I, you know, I've changed a tyre before. Yeah. And I sort of come out with Sharon. I'm going, I'm sort of angry, right? It yeah. makes me like quite intensely. I'm like, oh, God, that guy. And I was being like, I was just like, all right, yeah, or, okay. And sort of Sharon's like, oh, he's just, you know, trying to sort of, he's got a chance to show what he knows and he's just enjoying that. And, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, but he's telling me, I just can't stand it when people try and tell me something I already know. And she goes, well, yeah, I mean, this is, this is what we deal with 20 times a day. Yeah. Um, it just sounds exhausting and I, I don't know how I'd, I wouldn't be able to deal with it. I'd just be well, like, you know, it's like, fuck you, I'm out of it, like every other day. <laughs> well, I, I nearly, I mean, I did... I, you know, I nearly, I was sitting there going, I, can I do this? And I phoned a friend of mine and she said, so how's it going at the new gigs? So I said, uh, I'm going to give you a verbal demonstration of how it's going. And I was on the phone walking down the street and I just went, ah! <laughs> and this group of kids just looked at me like, what the hell is wrong with her? And I was like, i got to like, I sort of gave this, because, this, you know, I was like, and then, it was just unbelievable. I just find it so angry-making. Anyway, which mm. is what made me think that even though on our list we are very we are very gender-balanced, Michael Nifanka's grand podcast is a gender-balanced podcast. <laughs> but, too, uh, well, it needs more women, really, to cancel out the uh, centuries and millennia of patriarchy, obviously. Yeah. But, you know, I think but, at least uh, think one of each is good. But we've got... Uh, but even in terms of what we read and who we refer to and who yeah. we're fans of, we're, we're well-balanced. But I think that we, uh, we don't... We don't, uh, um, we don't use gender as one of our 
classificate one of our, but oh no, we can't read that. It's by lady. Um, but we, uh, so generally we have a, a plethora of women that we admire and men. And uh, so as it's International Women's Day, I thought we'd, we should highlight the fact that yes, we are reading some papers. Just everybody note, these are women who know what they're saying. Mm. <laughs> so, right. so, you know. It's also really know that we were going to talk about them anyway, so shut yes. up, stop being yeah. stupid. Um, <laughs> exactly. Did you read out your complimentary tweet? Because if you read out yours, then I'm going to read out some nice comments I got this morning as well. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's make it Michael and Ivanka's adoration moment. auto <laughs> moment. <laughs> the, so... Uh, so yes, so it's whether it's her thinking on UX research and design in her blog or her exploration of big issues over at Podcast Grand, at Ivanka does us all a favour by starting conversations that really truly matter. Thanks, Ivanka. Hashtag IWD International Women's Day. Hashtag a day is not enough. There you go. And so we are going to follow through on a day is not enough, aren't we? We're yes, going to do we it are. at very least three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> we are, yes. <laughs> um, that, well, that's nice, isn't it? Although yeah. I, I, I mean, she's referring to a blog that I haven't seen any updates to for a I while. Know. I did. I did think that. I was like, eh, what is then it made me go, oh, I'm going to go and blog something. I'm going to go and write something. <laughs> I'm not sure she can ever appreciate how happy that made me. <laughs> like, yeah. It was like, because I was feeling, oh, God, and you don't score, and I've got cold. Uh, and then I got read this thing on Twitter. I was like, oh, on Sunday night, you know, the night before mm. your new new school yeah. starts. It was just what I needed. Oof. Which probably cool. also gave me the kick I needed to say to this room full of blokes, yeah. please... Do not assume that I don't know what I am doing. And I even said to him one point, because he kept, I would say something and then he would repeat it, you know, in his own words. And I actually said to him, I said, I'm not going to let you have the last word. Every time I say something, he'd go, yes, 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 and mansplain. And I, and I literally <laughs> said, I am not going to let you have the last word. Because I was Jules so... Holland. We used to always go, Jules Holland, last note. He always had to have the last note on any, on any jam. So, <laughs> Jesus, like, let it go. Because I was laughing at this stage. I was like, you're not listening. I'm just so... Let's be clear. <laughs> I'm not going to let you speak last. I am going to speak last. <laughs> so, Michael, how was your week? How am I? I how are um, you? I'm a... I... Do you know, I have had... I noted this week I have had two days in a row that I was like, that was a good day. Wow. And just like, day, it wasn't like nothing special particularly happened. I just was in a good, I, there were work days, but I'm, I, I really like this studio space. I, um, I sort of was like, the, the, you know, the other Michael, I, you know, on Monday morning, on Tuesday morning, I was like, I, I was sort of like, oh, well, where are I hope he's coming in today. I sort of miss him. <laughs> Like, it was like it was like we have good chats and it's always like quite I'm always like picking up a lot of information as we're talking and it's good and then like loads of these people were coming through as well like different artists and I got invited to something in a private club like kind of like I'd already sort of been Facebook invited but the guy that I just met a couple of weeks ago like, sort of came into my little room and was like how's it are you going to be coming to this thing and I think they want to it's, it's kind of and the stuff they're putting on is starting to feel a bit more like that sort of Berlin scene and it's super local to me so that's kind of exciting and also like the guy the I mean 
this guy that, you know, ran a record label that was kind of influential on me in the 90s was just like in my little room asking me what I do and like <laughs> it was just like kind of looming over me I was like okay oh, that's cool um no not one of the sort of top tier but like uh, wall of sound is um like I bought a lot of their vinyl back in the day so it's like oh okay the guy that released propeller heads and um you know some stuff like that Royksop. um so oh, I've heard of both of them that's yeah, cool there you go so um <laughs> well yeah so I, that that was nice and then um yeah, just sort of like tidying up and I plugged in my synths yesterday again. I did, bad news, I have cooked my uh, mechanical module <laughs> yesterday. Your, I, uh, your stepper was, motor that took yeah. you ages to sort out. Yeah, I cooked it. I, try, I was trying to figure out why it wasn't working and I, I know it needs more power. And then I was sort of plugging power into it and I was like, is this going? And then it was like smoke, 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 smoke. I was like, oh, God, OK, well, I may need to replace some parts just as long as I don't have to replace the motor. So that's annoying. <laughs> my famous uh, my famous motor is, is dead. But, yeah, yeah, I'm having, a, I'm having a good time. Excellent. So that's nice, isn't it? That's very nice. Um, and I, I, I'll and since and I'll read out the compliment I I woke up to today. Go on, go on. If you're allowed to read out yours, yeah. And this one is important to me. So it was it's someone. You know, I, I sent an email out to all the Tech Day people. You know, last week with my blank state stuff, and like I got I got someone someone sort of emailed back. We were going to try and meet up anyway, but then I guess a colleague or someone of his uh, commented, "I love your voice." And much more the idea of open government, blah, 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 keep going. And then he was like, the voice is something I could listen to for hours as well. Smiley face. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, oh, I never, because I've always sort of like, in my head, my voice has always been like, well, actually, well, actually. That's how it is in my head as well. Oh, thank you. Then you're nagging me. Thanks. Well, thanks for, I didn't, I didn't diss your compliment. And you are dissing, well, I suppose it is International I, Women's Day. I'm not day. dissing your compliment. You are. You're taking, I'm dissing your, your perception your of yourself. <laughs> I'd finally found the confidence that, to That's own. what I was going to say. <laughs> no, honestly, like, I, you know, I, I always sort of felt like, but I think doing the podcast as well has, has helped me kind of know what I sound like and, and yeah. realise that I don't sound like that, really, unless I want to. And I can sound like lots of different things. So it was nice. Yes, I think nice that you're. It, is, it sounds like they've got a bit of a crush on you, though. I maybe. What's cool? They both. They both want to do stuff to me. So shall we read out? Well, do you want to read it or sh should we take turns? Like Greta. So on February the 2nd, Greta Thunberg on Facebook posted this quite good like summary of what she's about, which I really yeah. enjoyed. So um, since I was the last person to talk, do you want to sort of take, do you want to have a, do you want to read yes. it for us? Let's go. So... <clears throat> Recently, I've seen many rumours circulating about me and enormous amounts of hate. This is no surprise to me. 
I know that since most people are not aware of the full meaning of the climate crisis, which is understandable since it has never been treated as a crisis, a school strike for climate would seem very strange to people in general. So let me make some things clear about my school strike. In May 2018, I was one of the winners uh, in a writing competition about the environment held by Svenska Dagbladet, a Swedish newspaper. I got my article published and some people contacted me. Among others was Bo Torren from Fossil Free Dalsland. He had some kind of group with people, especially youth, who wanted to do something about the climate crisis. I had a few phone meetings with other activists. The purpose was to come up with ideas of new projects that would bring attention to the climate crisis. Bo had a few ideas of things we, would, we could do. Everything from marches to a loose idea of some kind of a school strike. That school children would do something on the schoolyards or in the classrooms. That idea was inspired by the Parkland students who had refused to go to school after the school shootings. I liked the idea of a school strike, so I developed that idea and tried to get the young people to join me. But no one was really interested. They thought that a Swedish version of the Zero Hour March was going to have a bigger impact. So I went on planning the school strike all by myself, and after that I didn't participate in any more meetings. So, the first it is shocking, isn't it, when you first hear that someone's striking from school? Because yeah. it, it's, and that's why it, Actually, like a march is like there's marches all the time and no one cares. So I think it's it is sort of like, okay, what? No, but you have to go to school. You have to go to school. That's your job. Yeah, I, I, I have I first saw when I first saw her like this picture of a 15 year old girl. (laughs) But I find it amazing. It's very moving that a 15 year old girl would in a with a very rational explanation decide not to go to school and go and sit outside the parliament and say you have got to save my future Mm. i think it's a because for me i just i just what made it that moment the the moment when i first encountered her i i i want to use words like brave i want to use words, but she's right like She's, she's right. Um, it's it's like I think that the problem she's facing is people just will just immediately judge her and like just, you know, it sounds like an easy thing to do to just not go to school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because right? no one um, wants to go to school. If someone's not asking what she's doing, which is she's sitting outside and she's doing it because of this climate thing. It, like a lot of people, I guess, just don't even don't ask why they just hear that she's you know, skiving off school and yeah, then yeah, yeah, yeah. just kind of like they're treating her as though that's the entire story. Yeah. So she's, this is kind of the the reason that she's sort of having to... Like, explain herself. Yeah. Explain herself. It's this association that not going to school is something that many children strive for. Like, mm. oh, I can have a day off school, a snow day or the school closes, school... No, no, no. It's like something that kids want. And actually, I, you know, A, I'm not sure that's strictly true. You know, we all are delighted when we don't, you know, we get unexpected bit of free time. But the idea that somebody would be doing this to skive is, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, a conclusion that they've jumped to and they, you know, they, they, they sort of assume that this person doesn't know any better and that their parents are neglecting them. And, you know, yeah, but yeah, the reason, yeah, yeah. but that's why it's shocking and that's why it's, that's why it's a good idea. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> That's yeah. why it's more interesting, a better, a more, a more impactful, a more remarkable thing to do than just yeah going on and a I, march and yeah. And I, and I think going back to that, uh, um, the the I, I've definitely spoken about this story about the the Polish protest against. Um, the, the the reversal of the abortion rights, which they weren't 100% successful at, but um, the power of that protest was the distributed nature of the protest. Yeah, yeah. Politicians around the world are being reminded in pockets all around the world because of something this girl started. When I told my parents about my plans, they weren't very fond of it. They did not support the idea of school striking and they said that if I were to do this, then I would have to do it completely by myself and with no support from them. On the 20th of August, I sat outside the Swedish... So they just were like, no, you're not doing that. So that's... So it's not like... You can't blame it. You can't say that the parents were just like, yeah, we'll just let the kid do anything. She had to do it despite... Um, You know, not really having the approval of her parents. On the 20th of August, I sat down outside the Swedish parliament. I handed out flyers with a long list of facts about the climate crisis and explanations on why I was striking. That's a very... Here is a list of facts. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Um, The first thing I did was post on Twitter and Instagram what I was doing, and it soon went viral. The journalists and newspapers started to come. A Swedish entrepreneur and businessman active in the climate movement, Ingmar Rentshog, was among the first to arrive. He spoke with me and took pictures that he posted to Facebook. That was the first time I had ever met or spoken with him. I had not communicated or encountered with him ever before. That sounds like she's sort of like trying to dispel some rumour yeah, thing. Yeah, some myth. Many people love to spread rumours saying that I have people behind me or that I'm being paid or used to do what I'm doing. But there is no one behind me except for myself. My parents were as far from climate activists as possible before I made them aware of the situation. I'm not part of any organisation. I sometimes support and cooperate with several NGOs that work with the climate and environment, but I'm completely independent and I only represent myself. And I do what, what I do completely for free. I've not received any money or any promise of future payments in any form at all, and nor has anyone linked to me or my family done so. It's like, these, what are these conspiracy theories? That, yeah. uh, it's funny, like, just hearing the response and not hearing the... Yeah, 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 the accusations... It's like you're being paid by the, the lobby, the the, 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 the fossil, lobby to save the world, the lobby that <laughs> wants planet Earth not to be terrible. <laughs> uh, you're just doing it for the money. It's, it's, it just seems like it's just a very superficial interaction that leads people to respond like that. Yeah, but it, but it's also if people can't get their head around something, they'll just invent some bloody theory. Or yeah, just, well, yeah. you know, they'll be like, oh, well, it, can't, it couldn't just be because climate change is a real threat. That couldn't be it. No, no. That's just too far out of my... Comfort zone. And is it, I mean, do you even... I think it's good that she's trying to actually like, talk to those people that are saying things like that, but at the same time, yeah. good luck. Um, And of course it will stay this way. I've not met one single climate activist who is fighting for the climate for money. 
that idea is completely absurd. It is. <laughs> <laughs> that is. It is completely absurd. Yes. <laughs> Uh, do you want to take? Do you want to go? I'm writing down that idea is completely absurd. I'm going to. It is. I mean, it's stupid. It, is. it just doesn't. Just, just said. Yeah. yeah, we were. Yeah. <laughs> Furthermore, I only travel with permission from my school and my parents. Pay for tickets and accommodations. My family has written a book together about our family and how me and my sister Beata have influenced my parents' way of thinking and seeing the world, especially when it comes to the climate, and about our diagnoses. The book was due to be released in May, but since there was a major disagreement with the book company, we ended up changing to a new publisher, and so the book was released in August instead. Before the book was released, my parents made it clear that their possible profits from the book, which Do is it. titled in Swedish, <laughs> will be going... <laughs> we'll be going... It's probably something like... I don't know. Let's look up the pronunciation so if we go sinner scenes from the heart and then there's a little speaker there i mean sinner yatat very good sinner yatat <laughs> okay so the profits from the book Michael has just read out, will be going to eight different charities working with environment children with di- diagnoses and animal rights and yes i write my own speeches But since I know that what I say is going to reach many, many people, I often ask for input. I also have a few scientists that I frequently ask for help on how to express certain complicated matters. I want everything to be absolutely correct so that I don't spread incorrect facts or things that can be misunderstood. Which sounds like an incredibly sensible approach. (laughs) It's like, um, Yeah. yeah, I mean... Because I think that obviously those, someone's going, someone else is writing your speeches. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that is just... Even I mean, so, even if it, that were true, it doesn't, you know... <laughs> so even if it was true, that's not wrong. Every it's, politician in the world has speech writers, you know. There's <laughs> like people, you know, people don't write their own speeches and those that just speak... We see what happens when they do that. Like Donald Trump is a prime example of somebody who probably is not reading a speech. Um, yeah, so yeah. yes, my uh, my uh, I remember. I mean, this I kind of saw this in in my brother, kind of like reacting to the Mash report and going when Nish Kumar was kind of like doing a bit more of a statement. He was complaining that he was reading from an auto cue, and I'm like, what's that got to do with anything? <laughs> he didn't write this. I think he probably did write a lot of it, but. Even so, so what? Like, what's that sort of weird, that reflex of, well, I mean, these aren't your words. You didn't write every single last syllable here, so why should I listen to any of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a weird reflex. It's a weird way of just, I don't know. There's got to be some fallacy. There's got to be in the fallacy list. I found this um, card game, which was like fallacy something. It had all the different types of fallacies that fallacy bingo or something but you could um i kind of would quite like to have a card to go that is the fallacy of authority that is attacking the speaker instead of the message that is like i think we could do with those as some little gifts or something but i shall um i shall let you continue with the next bit i reckon Uh, cool some people mock me for my diagnosis but asperger is not a disease it's a gift 
People also say that since I have Asperger, I couldn't possibly have put myself in this position. But that's exactly why I did this. Because if I would have been normal and social, I would have organised myself in an organisation or started an organisation by myself. But since I'm not that good at socialising, I did this instead. I was so frustrated that nothing was being done about the climate crisis and I felt like I had to do something anything and sometimes not doing things like just sitting down outside the parliament speaks much louder than doing things just like a whisper sometimes is louder than shouting my mum's a master of the whisper (laughs) here's a here's a here's like so 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 sort of reading i didn't realize that um she had asperger's and and that was like okay right so i can see how someone could get kind of narrow in on something like that yeah, exactly. now in a way that someone someone else wouldn't yeah. but but like one of my initial kind of like that sort of like little niggle when you first started talking about oh, this I found this amazing girl was that I I was it sort of smelled a bit of that kind of like let's glorify individuals kind of mentality that I'm sort of starting to feel is a bit of a poisonous thing in our society yeah um so I do think that that sort of individualist activity should be defended a little bit. And I think this is a very, I mean, it's a, a very good, you know, rationale for doing something alone instead of trying to kind of be part of something bigger. Yeah. Um, so that, that, that I think just to, just to sort of call that out that I, I, I do worry that we, you know, that there's this idea of individual greatness that we need to get past as a society if we're actually going to, you know, improve things. But, what do you but think? Do you have yeah. a reaction to that? Have I made you cross? No, 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 not <laughs> at all. I think that she, I think the thing is that, say, somebody like me uh, who doesn't have Asperger's, I thought about doing a podcast and I think about doing things, but it's only when I get together with you that I do it. I am not. I'm. I kind of. I we. I need that. Um, what's the? I keep forgetting the phrase. The social currency thing. The. You know. I. I'm. I don't want to be a. T- I don't. I don't want to stand out. Well, she's not doing it to stand out. She's doing it because she can't fit in. Yeah, and she's doing it because it's one thing that she. She can, can do, do right. Yeah, and that's so, yeah. It's an. It's absolutely. She because she's not got that sort of oh everyone's looking at me embarrassment thing because of her um, her diagnosis because mm. uh, she really you know by her own words like she doesn't she's not good at it she doesn't understand it but it works two ways it means that also you don't care what other people think mm. so she's not doing it as to promote herself she's just doing it because this is the action that she can take mm. and she can take it far more bravely than. Well, it's not even being brave, weirdly, is it? It's just doing it. I think I mean, it's a I wish smart I could... plan. It's a very smart right? Yeah. At the end it's... of the day, it's a smart plan. She's, you know, yeah. the, the context that she's in, the age she is, who she is, yeah. it's, the, it's a smart idea. And it is a very smart idea. That's yeah. why it's remarkable. And, but, yeah, it's, it's great. Yeah. Um, also, so I'll continue, I think. Yeah. Also, there is one complaint that I sound and write like an adult. And to that, I can only say, don't you think that a 16-year-old can speak for herself? There's also some people who say that I oversimplify things. For example, when I say that the climate crisis is a black and white issue, we need to stop the emissions of greenhouse gases and I want you to panic. But 
that I only say because it's true. Yes, the climate crisis is the most complex issue that we've ever faced and it's going to take everything from our part to stop it. In quotes. But the solution is black and white. We need to stop the emissions of greenhouse gases because either we limit the warming to 1.5 degrees Celsius over pre-industrial levels or we don't. Either we reach a tipping point where we start a chain reaction with events way beyond human control or we don't. Either we go on as a civilization or we don't. There are no grey areas when it comes to survival. I'm going to just let her have that because I, like, <laughs> I want to say, like, some of us can survive. <laughs> like, I mean, we're talking about everyone surviving here. Um, that's what we're sort of shooting for. Yeah. I mean, I think we. I think there'll always be some people around, whatever happens. Well, yeah, I mean, there are. there is now, like, I read an article in the week. Well, I didn't read it because I was like, oh, I'm not reading this. <laughs> it's depressing. But the, the, the title of the article was, when will the planet become too hot for... Uh, human survival because hmm. um, I think there is a I agree I mean will yeah. aircon at some point cease to function <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. I think she, she, her position is black and white and that's yeah. right it's the yeah. same as the vegan activist from last week <laughs> like if you're going to be an activist your position has to be black or white yeah it's everyone else around you who's going to reach compromises and work things out and all yeah. this business that's not her role in this in this whole, what she's doing, her role is to be black and white. Mm. Do and, this. And panic. you cannot be clear without having a simple message, without mm -hmm. having a certain amount, having very clear boundaries around what you're saying. And she's right. She's not wrong. You know? She's not wrong. So yeah. shut up, people. And she says, yeah, when I say I want you to panic, I mean that we need to treat the crisis as a crisis. When your house is on fire, you don't sit down and talk about how nice you can rebuild it once you put out the fire. Oh, no, that's what I'm kind oh. of doing with my idea. Oh, no. Yeah. If your house is on fire, you run outside and you make sure that everyone is out while you call the fire department. That requires some level of panic. There is one other argument that I can't do anything about, and that is the fact that uh, the fact that I'm just a child and we shouldn't be listening to children. But that is easily fixed. Just start to listen to the rock solid science instead, because if everybody listened to the scientists and the facts that, that I constantly refer to, then no one would have to listen to me or any of the other hundreds of thousands of school children on strike for the climate across the world. Then we could all go back to school. I didn't realise there was loads of them. There is loads of them. Even though I'd read this. <laughs> <laughs> is that the figure that did? But it, I mean, you re that's what, one of the nice things about reading out loud and talking to each other at the same time. Much more of it goes in. Yeah. Um, uh, it is literally thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands. And, yeah. uh, Take us home, Ivanka. I am just a messenger and yet I get all this hate. I'm not saying anything new. I'm just saying what scientists have repeatedly said for decades. And I agree with you. I'm too young to do this. 
we children shouldn't have to do this. But since almost no one is doing anything and our very future is at risk, we feel like we have to continue. And there we go. And then she links to um, TED Talk. And thanks everyone for their support. Um, I, you know, I feel so. I think that it's unfortunate that she felt compelled to put out a statement like this. Hey, look, it's the internet in 2018, 19. Horrible place. Yeah. But I think it's, but I, but you know, I am glad it's a good summary of what she's doing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's much more competitive because all I saw when I first Googled her was like some sort of poem on Twitter. And I was like, well, that doesn't seem like it's going to be very effective. So, so fair. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who's this girl Ivanka's talking about? It's like, mm. you know, I should, um, yeah. But I, you know, I've paid attention. And then when, you know, when it was explained, I get it. Is there anything you'd sort of like, I don't know. What would what would you what would you is there anything that's not she didn't cover there that you have been impressed by about her? No, I think I, I think it's just the simplicity of what she's doing is <laughs> incredibly powerful. Mm. You know, there's no there's another, there's a, a little <laughs> there's an American wannabe. Mm. No, I'm being rude. There's a there's a few. This yeah, is where this the individualism about, problem. Yes, this is what you've just done. The thing about uh, Greta, and it probably is a lot to do with her condition. Is it a condition? Asperger's? I don't know. Um, is that she, her diagnosis, as she calls it? I'll use her words. Is that she's not precocious? She's mm. not because um, she's right. A sixteen-year-old certainly knows their mind and certainly should be able to write like an adult, you know, yeah. if you know. Um, I think the fact that she, this, her, her sort of what sh she describes as her, you know, lack of social skills makes her not perform. She doesn't perform. She just says what she's going to say. If you watch her talks, um, like her her Davos statement and her she says very powerful words but she delivers them without any like she doesn't wave her hands around or like mm. look at me or you know she's not bothered she she she's her whole persona is just you know I've got no choice but to say these things so listen yeah <laughs> she's here is she's sort of like the it's almost like the future of the human race is speaking to us. Yes. <laughs> like just yeah, yeah. directly with no sort of like sort of ego, just like yeah. this is. I think uh, that's the bit, the, the absence of ego hmm. and the fact that she can say these things. Like she said to you say that you love your children more than anything in the world. And yet you're ignoring the fact that they, you know, their very survival is at, at risk and mm. she's you know that's they, those aren't like words yeah but and they, and they are and they are a hundred percent true like how can you the the thing that makes me have bad dreams or mm. think about these things is the context of how life will be for my daughter and how she will you know, I don't want her because already there are people thinking about whether or not they should have children. Like, yeah. you know, and I, and I, I don't want anyone to ever have to think that. Mm. 
because that's a terrible, you know, that's a, you shouldn't not have them because you're, you're afraid that your politicians are not acting in a way that will sustain their survival. Mm. I mean, that's just outrageous. I know how it feels to be betrayed To have your future torn As a parent, as a as an adult, I can only con- you know I can do my very best to control my child's Maslow's hierarchy in terms of feeding her, cleaning her, talking to her, loving her, all those things. But I can't fix the whole planet by myself. I need yeah. everyone involved. Yes, so that's so, why we need people like this. Go, Greta. Um, I was gonna. So what I thought. I, I thought I'd just have, if we could kind of come up with a call to action from this yeah. episode, it's sort of like, what can you do to support Greta? And, and I sort of looked, but I don't think it's a matter of kind of sending her money or anything. I think it's literally just share, share, share everything she's yeah, doing, yeah. like with, with your people and like just get, you know, share this post that we just, we, you know, we'll put in the notes and just get, like, just try and get people to see that, you know, she's doing something important but what i did just uncover was um a vice article the the climate change deniers trying to discredit greta thunberg which i'll link to but i thought maybe just a quick skim to see what she's dealing with so it sort of summarizes um so right-wing blogs were attacking her um many people yeah okay so we've seen this they they reference the post we just read um So while the Global Warming Policy Foundation are keen to debunk the conspiracy of the teenager who cares about climate change, they're less sceptical when it comes to some other pretty out there ideas. Take the group's annual State of the Polar Bear report by Susan Crockford, a woman who's made a name for herself in recent years by stating that polar bears are doing just fine, no matter what the scientists tell you. Or their promotion of the theory that cosmic rays, not greenhouse gases, are causing global temperature increases. Most And the most, yeah, so just to add, the most notable piece that they talk about is in this Swiss magazine, Die Weltwoche, which in, investigated why Thunberg was getting so much support when another teen activist who campaigns against migration and globalism barely gets noticed. Uh, so people are c- making a false equivalency between yeah. climate change and globalism, globalism. like which is and just mi- migration and but yeah anyway, by which yeah. they are I, I think it's there is an a, like anti-semitism isn't it like that globalism is code for like a dog whistle i'm realizing for it's all run by you know yeah. by a secret cabal <laughs> of globalists so i mean she's dealing with conspiracy theorists and it's who are not rational unfortunately so it's like arguing with the edge edges of a open source community it's like arguing with the schizophrenic as i have talked about in the past um which i know from personal experience doesn't get you anywhere there is no strategy (laughs) can be found (laughs) quite honestly uh to someone that will not you know, engage in good faith with you or is able to twist the fabric of reality to whatever their 
to protect whatever their particular belief is. And this is, it's worrying that so much of the world is sort of embracing that mentality or mental illness now. So, um, yeah, on that lovely note... Because we've got to kind of record quite a few, this is going to be a shorter episode. And yeah. so over the next couple, probably, unless we can find another week, but we're already kind of like taking a bit too long. But let's, let's, let's do this and say thank you for listening. Um, if you like the podcast, you can go to grandpodcast.com. Um, where can people find you, Ivanka? People can find me at Ivanka on Twitter. And you can find me at michaelforestmusic.com. And <laughs> what else can people do? It would be delightful and we would be very grateful if you could go and write us some reviews and some stars on each episode, on any episode, on the mm. podcast as a whole, on any platform that you listen on. All those kinds of things encourage people to listen. Tell your mm. friends, uh, that kind of stuff. That would be and also, And also, come and buy a mug. <laughs> oh yes, buy a mug. Woo-hoo. I'm going to try and send. I've I've got this plan to send out a mug to my friends and family. Um, just send a load of mugs out, but also maybe perhaps mention that we have a Patreon in the process. Maybe after five months, the mug pays for itself. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks we'll see for you listening. next time. Bye. 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 And hashtag IWD International Women's Month. <laughs> 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 Bye. Bye. <laughs>